Are you a fan of young adult novels? Have you ever wondered the stories behind the people who wrote your favorite young adult novels? Then join author Eric J. Brown and Alyssa Lube of Netflix's The Circle every other Tuesday on YAOK. Available on all podcasting apps. Woo! At maximum mediocrity, people say things like, I don't dress like this on a regular basis. This isn't my, you know, pooping uniform. This is not <laughs> And they also say things like, the, the nurses are usually either angels of mercy or whores. Every episode is a new experience where you get to know people that aren't famous, but should be. Why am I facing Floyd Mayweather in the Woods. My co-host Morgan and I track down the people you didn't know you needed to hear from. It's like hot sex in a mug. We are the Maximum Mediocrity Podcast, and we are on all major podcasting platforms. We'll be waiting for you. Hey everybody, I'm Chris Fafalius, and I'm the producer of Chris Makes a Podcast and the host of the One Hit Thunder Podcast. And I'm Matt Kelly, host of Horror Movie Night and the producer slash the head of content for the Geekscape Podcasting Network. Between the two of us, we have, believe it or not, 25 years of podcasting experience, and we want to help you start your own podcast. We know podcasting, and we want to share that knowledge with you. So whether you're new to podcasting or you want some feedback on your currently active podcast, we want to help. Or perhaps you're just overwhelmed with all of the editing work. Well, we can help you with that also. You can check out our website at weknowpodcasting.com for more information. We're excited to help your podcasting dreams become a reality. So, as someone who's your Facebook friend, I've noticed something. Oh, what have you noticed? And I post probably 30 different things a day, so probably, what have you noticed? <laughs> I've noticed? I've noticed that you got Disney on the mind. Oh, Matt. Oh, my goodness. All right. So, <laughs> the first time I went to Disney, I want to say it was 2003. My family and I, we used to go every year. The week of Thanksgiving, we would leave that the Tuesday before Thanksgiving and drive. And we would stay through to the following week, all the way through the following week. Because like Thanksgiving in Disney is packed. But the week after Thanksgiving, no empty. Yeah, completely yeah. empty. So um, and we did that like every year, every other year until about 2011. And I haven't been since. Well, I did some reflecting over the pandemic. This is going to sound real sad. I'm not trying to make it sad, but I lost a couple people in my life during the pandemic. And it made me realize that, you know what? Life's too short. And if you pass, you can't take, you can't take money. You can't take the things around you with you. So you know what? I wanted to go to Disney and damn it. I booked myself a Disney trip for next summer and I'm super excited. There you go. Well, 
And Disney, as you mentioned, you're, you used to go every Thanksgiving. Now, when you pitched this topic, you had texted me and said, Matt, have you been to Disney during Christmas time? Oh, yeah. And, and to that text message, I said, yes. That's only a half truth. Okay. Because I, I wanted to tell you my story of experiencing Disney because I think you're going to have a much more interesting one. <laughs> All right. My family went to Disney World one year, October 27th to November 4th. So I got to go to Disney, experience Halloween Disney on October 31st, and then come back to the park on November 1st, Ooh. and it already be Christmas Disney. That's super dope. So it was really kind of cool. You got to see like... And and I ended up finding a video that, and I'll probably post it in the Facebook page when I find it. But like, you can find a video where they do like a sped up time thing of they in one night completely tear down and build a new Disney, basically in like something like eight hours. It's chaos. Yeah, <laughs> and I've I've seen those videos before, and I don't think you could describe it all you want to people who haven't been there. But there is a magic there. Like, and there's there's no For sure. unless you pay that little extra to get the peek behind the curtain, there is no peek behind the curtain. It, no. um, and I would it, never want that. I, no, I no, like no, 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 no. I like the mystery with Disney. Honestly. Exactly. I love the fact that you went and it was all Halloween, and a day later, it was all Christmas. Like that's <laughs> yeah, that's insane to me. Because it's it's for those of you who haven't been. Disney World is huge. It's I mean, huge. It's, huge. And it's, it's not, gigantic. And I'm not uh, like for someone who's never been, it's not like they just took down a couple pumpkins and threw some fake snow yeah, on the no. ground and called it a day. This is like Main Street USA looks completely different. Yeah. It doesn't look anything like it did the day prior. And if you watch the video, it's literally like hundreds and hundreds of people on like fire trucks where it's like two fire trucks and one fire truck is like taking down Halloween decorations while the other fire truck is throwing up Christmas decorations and they're just motoring down this street with like hundreds of people tossing up. It's literally the Grinch cartoon. Yeah, like, yeah, think, yeah, of, yeah. think of them decorating the trees in the Grinch cartoon where they're just fucking tossing things and they're just like magnetizing themselves to trees. That's what it looks like when you watch this video. You know, I've, I've never thought about wanting to do this, but I think I want to go just work at Disney and be the be a decorator like the, the, just for that day help. yeah <laughs> hey i'll volunteer my time nope you don't have to pay me yeah i, I just, just want this experience i want to tell people that i did this. exactly because even the castle itself like it's all decorated for halloween and, and then, then like the next day it's covered in it's ice frozen yeah yeah disney just does holidays so well in general but they really hit it out of the park with their halloween and christmas stuff like that is where they truly shine it's so different, and that's why I'm almost nervous going next year because I've never been to Disney World when it's just Disney World. Oh, dude, it's going to be, and uh, pardon the joke, a whole new world for you when you walk in there because, <laughs> like, Disney, I'm more used to regular Disney. So, yeah. like, walking in and seeing, like, the Halloween or the Christmas decorations, it was just like... Like it was like Harry Potter seeing any magic done in yeah. any of those movies. Just mouth agape, shocked. But I dream of Disney World constantly. My sister, who hasn't even given birth yet, is already trying to calculate 
when is the earliest time she can go to Disney with a newborn? It's ingrained in our family pretty hard. And I just don't want to wait. Like, I'm like, you know, there's that part of me that wants to say to her, you should wait until the kid's at least like four or five where they'll remember some of this. But then selfish me is like, I don't want to wait four or five years. I think that a six-month-old is perfectly suitable to be (laughs) running loose in Disney World. I mean, I think it's perfect. Some of the best, like, memories I have are when my sister was born and she was, like, one year old. And, like, we have pictures of, like, Winnie the Pooh and Eeyore holding her. And, I mean, they're some of the best pictures that we have of my little sister. And, and I mean, it's, it's awesome. And it's just as fun for adults. Like, I mean, I honestly cannot wait. I can't describe I like it more as an adult. I yeah, honestly yeah. like it. My, my, so up until a certain point, my number one favorite Disney trip was in my high school. Our senior trip was to Disney world. What? Wait, what? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Where did, yeah, we got to back up. We're changing trajectory here. Where did you go to high school? Sun Valley High School. We drove. We drove past. We were stuck at a stop sign at it for about oh, fifteen shit. minutes. <laughs> That's where you went to high school, and you guys yeah. went to Disney for your senior yes. trip. So we did. This is what we did for the different classes. It's chaos. I'm so done. I'm done. I quit. I quit this show. <laughs> so we did. It was um, Dorney Park was the freshman and sophomore trips, and then Bush Gardens was the junior trip. And that was for a weekend. So you left on like a Thursday night and you stayed Friday, Saturday, and then came home Sunday. And then senior trip was to Disney World. And it was like a Tuesday to Sunday. Now you had to pay. Like, it wasn't just like, hey, this is oh, free yeah, to the yeah, seniors. Yeah, yeah. yeah, like, but what was cool, and I don't know if this is the case anymore because things have changed a lot since 2004. But it was literally like you had a bunch of kids. You had maybe six teachers as chaperones and like three parent volunteers. But like the only rules were that you were in your hotel room at a specific time every night and that you couldn't go to Pleasure Island. And that was it. All bets were off. We were at an all-star resort. So you had access to all of those buses to go wherever you want it. We all had like our multi-passes. So you could go to like multiple parks in one day. So we just like all of the people that I'm still friends with from high school, I became friends with on that Disney trip my senior year because I didn't have anyone that went with me. I went by myself. I went stag to Disney World and (laughs) built a great group of friends. But that trip is like the trip that I have like hardcore memories of because it was literally like I met this group of people. And we would just descend into the parks and we'd all do our own thing. But then we had like a scheduled like, all right, 6 p.m. Planet Hollywood or like Hard Rock Cafe or whatever place was in downtown Disney. We were just like, that's where we're eating tonight. And we would all meet up there and then like talk about what we did. And someone would be like, oh, my God, you didn't go on the Jungle Cruise. You got to go on the Jungle Cruise. The Jungle Cruise was great. We'll get to Christmas and Disney in a second. But if any of my colleagues are listening to this, I apologize because I, I do work in the same county that I went to high school in. And our senior trip sucked compared Where did you go? to that. Dude, oh my God. All right. So first of all, I don't know what you're talking about when you're saying, well, my our freshman class trip was here and our sophomore class trip was here and our junior class trip. Was here. You didn't get all that. We got a senior class trip, okay? And my class could vote on it, okay? So we all voted on what we wanted to do. 
And one of the options was like Hershey Park, and another option was Bush Gardens, and another option was a dinner cruise in Baltimore. And guess which one my dumbass classmates chose? Oh, God. Did you have a dinner cruise? We had a dinner cruise in Baltimore, dude. (laughs) Like, it was like seven hours. We like went to Baltimore, and they're like, hey, you can walk around the harbor for a couple hours. Then we're going to get on this boat, eat some like dinner that is like pretend fancy like it's just like it's it's kind of lame but it costs no, you gotta like just buku listen, bucks you're in a power you're in a power position man you gotta just abandon it you gotta be like yo i think the senior class trip if they earned it they save up the money they do what they want to do they should go to disney world yeah, and, and then, then be like and i'm gonna selfishly volunteer to be one of the people that goes I, with yeah them. i'm gonna take that argument up there so they can look at me and go Dylan, you you teach sixth grade. Why are you talking about the senior <laughs> class trip? And I'm like, I demand it. We're going to Disney. I'm try. I'm doing it for the children. Yeah, you're doing. It. These sixth graders need something to look forward to in the next six years. <laughs> and I got I gotta go every year until they get to ninth grade, so yeah. I can make sure that they're gonna have fun on this yeah. trip. No, you gotta. You're you're supervising. So that giant tangent aside, my experience of walking through the park just that one time is all I know really about Christmas at Disney World. The only other thing I know, and I think it's not even a Disney World thing, I think it's a Disneyland thing, is the Nightmare Before Christmas Haunted Mansion. Yeah, that is not a Disney World thing, which I was always disappointed about. Christmas in Disney World is a whole different ball game. Yeah, Yeah, tell Um, me about this. All right, so... Christmas, as you said, in Disney World kicks off November 1st, 100%. All the events kick off around then as well. And it's, bear with me, because it's going to be a lot of jumping around. Because for those of you that don't know, Disney is set up into four different main theme parks in Florida. Um, And every theme park kind of does Christmas a little differently. So we'll start with the big one, Magic Kingdom. Yeah, I was going to say, I feel like Magic Kingdom... You might see some decorations in the other three, but like if you don't see decorations in Magic Kingdom, something has gone terribly wrong. I think it's rivaled (laughs) only by Epcot, and we'll get there in just a moment. Why? Why let's do this. All right, so uh, Christmas in Magic Kingdom is amazing because the way that Main Street USA is decked out in Christmas decorations, which I don't know if you would agree with me, but Main Street USA to me reminds me of Christmas anyway with just the aesthetic it's it definitely i mean we could do a whole thing just about disney parks in general but i don't know how we would tie it all to christmas for a very long time my favorite park to walk around in was mgm yeah i'm not i'm not as big of a fan of hollywood studios no it's not the same they lost the great movie ride so they lost the great movie ride and mgm what i used to love was that for a really long time it was it basically you felt like you walked onto a movie lot in Mm -hmm. 1955 you know what i mean like that was the aesthetic now it's very just like hey it's star wars which like i love star wars as much as the next guy which we'll get get there (laughs) yeah we'll get there but it, it definitely like it took away a lot and when that happened Hollywood Studios kind of dropped pretty low and and mains I wouldn't say all of Disney World. Epcot is my shit. I like just looking at the walking around the countries, but you're right. There is something really magical 
about walking through before you even get to the castle, just yeah. walking through Main Street, USA. And it's just you just smell the popcorn. You smell yeah. like it's just you're like, again, he that aesthetic of like it's the 1930s. The Dapper Dans are out there singing some tunes. It's beautiful and sunny and it's the smell of a carnival everywhere. And then bam. There's a castle. Big ass castle. Yeah. And I mean, that's what's that's what's awesome. I mean, you brought up the Dapper Dance. I mean, they're singing Christmas carols. You've yes. got carolers going throughout the park yes. singing Christmas carols. Like, like I said, the castle is covered in ice. Each land is playing like a different version of Christmas music. Like you get into Frontierland, you're hearing bluegrass Christmas music. Like, I mean, and it, it sounds absolutely amazing the christmas merch that they have everywhere like there's just something special about it it feels different like it's christmas is a basically a two-month event when you're in disney world around that time Are you a fan of young adult novels? Have you ever wondered the stories behind the people who wrote your favorite young adult novels? Then join author Eric J. Brown and Alyssa Lube of Netflix's The Circle every other Tuesday on YAOK. Available on all podcasting apps. Woo! At maximum mediocrity, people say things like, I don't dress like this on a regular basis. This isn't my, you know, pooping uniform. This is not <laughs> <laughs> And they also say things like, the, the nurses are usually either angels of mercy or whores. Every episode is a new experience where you get to know people that aren't famous, but should be. Why did my face Floyd Mayweather in the Woods. My co-host Morgan and I track down the people you didn't know you needed to hear from. It's like hot sex in a mug. We are the Maximum Mediocrity Podcast, and we are on all major podcasting platforms. We'll be waiting for you. Magic Kingdom, it's a lot more the decorations, but they also do this thing called Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. Okay. Now, what's cool about Mickey's uh, Very Merry Christmas Party, I, I don't, I can't remember if it's every night or it's like every night of the week, uh, whatever. It do doesn't matter. If it's like the not so scary Halloween party, which I also haven't been to, but have researched very heavily, it's select nights. Like you okay. have to look and see, like it's usually two or three nights each week, but it's not always the same two or three nights. So you got to kind yeah. of book and be like, all right, we're going to be there this week and Tuesday and Friday are like the days for for the exclusive party where they boot everybody out early just so you yeah. can get the park for yourself. And that's that's honestly one of the best parts. It's the same thing with the Very Merry Christmas Party. My family and I would do that every single year. We'd make sure we were there for that night. Seriously, they basically knock the park down to about a quarter of the people, those whoever paid the extra money for that ticket. They have hot cocoa and cookie stations all throughout the park Ooh. for free, which Ooh. is not something you hear a lot of no, in Disney. not in Disney. <laughs> the word free rarely exists in that park. Um, there are special shows that are just going on during the Very Merry Christmas Party. There is an incredible parade, Christmas parade, that happens twice that night. So what my family and I would usually do is during the first parade, which everybody went to because it was early. And keep in mind, this is an event that starts usually like 7, 8 o'clock. So early is still nighttime. But yeah. a lot of the people there, they're with their kids. So they're trying to knock the parade out 
do what they need to do and roll out to where even when my sister was little, like my parents were always like, yo, we're in Disney. We're, we're staying up and we're doing what we need to we're do. We're here with a mission. Child. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> so what we would do is during that first parade, you go ride all the rides because everybody's. We pulled something similar. I forget what this. Well, I guess this is any time. If you don't give a shit about fireworks when they're doing their big ass fireworks oh, yeah. display, you could knock out like four rides in the time yeah. of that of that fireworks display. I'm not talking about like the, the end of the night show okay, yeah, at the yeah, castle. Yeah. Like they have like just at random, like it's like, Oh, it's the eight o'clock fireworks show. Yeah. And like, I remember the one year the eight o'clock fireworks show happened. And in that time frame, we hit like pirates. We hit the runaway train and we hit splash mountain with no lines on all three. Cause everyone was crowded around to watch the fireworks and we were like yo let's let's make some moves we're in frontier land let's hit it for sure and there's there's nothing like hitting splash mountain at nighttime oh it's magical just to put that out there i am super excited for the new princess and the frog overlay that they're doing that movie has needed some love yeah for a long ass time so i'm excited so what so after you run past all of the small infants that are watching the parade (laughs) to get on a ride what do you do next all right so we do the rides get our hot cocoa and our uh our cookies and then we actually do we find a spot for i think probably 10 p.m the 10 p.m parade the the parade that kind of closes out the night before they do holiday wishes which is their big fireworks extravaganza at the end of the night it's pretty amazing like it's they make it snow in in disney world they get like the soap machine where they're spraying like the fake snow everywhere and there's like different christmas songs that you literally can only hear in disney world uh just different different disney renditions of christmas songs Basically, so what my parents used to do is they would find a spot and then I would just roam the stores at Main Street USA. And and that's even another feeling when it's nighttime and they've got the Christmas lights going and everything else and the parade starts. And what's cool about the parade is it's all the characters in like a normal parade, but everyone's dressed in their Christmas garb and every all the floats are decorated and Christmas versions of whatever theme they're going with. And you know what that parade ends with my friends, Santa Claus in his sleigh, baby. And it's the greatest feeling in the world. Oh my gosh. Got and, love it. Yeah. Love it. Oh my God. I want to be there right now. I'm going to text my family as soon as we're done and just be like, yo, I think next time we go to Disney, we got to go for Thanksgiving. So, so your day at Magic Kingdom ends, and I mean, there's a, there's a lot of things we're we're glossing over, but it, there are things that you can't explain about Christmas in Disney World without experiencing. So, let me ask one quick question. Yeah, then go we'll, for it. We'll we'll hop on the ferry and go to the next location. Yeah, but I know I mentioned that in Disneyland they do the Nightmare on Elm Street overlay to the Haunted Mansion. Okay, is. Is there anything that you can remember where there is like a giant overlay going on with any of the rides or not particularly? Not particularly, unfortunately. Which is fine. I I know like Halloween in Disney World, like I think at most is like you go on Space Mountain and they shut off all the lights for like the not so scary things. So like you see nothing, which like that ride's already kind of scary because you barely see anything. But I can't imagine like pitch black. Yeah, not not off the top of my head. Can I think of any overlays? So nothing that stuck out. 
nothing in the vein of what they do for the haunted mansion in disneyland uh, i think that's awesome but at the same time i would be real bummed out if i went the same time every year and only kept seeing the the nightmare the overlay, before christmas yeah. and was never seeing the actual haunted mansion because well you get to if that was the case you would be remedying it this summer my exactly, man exactly man exactly so all right so let's Let's hop in in our bus, our ferry, wherever we're going. And you know what? Let me just get out. Let let me get this out of the way. At least when I went, Hollywood Studios slash MGM and Animal Kingdom, it was more like Christmas decorations and merch more than anything. There wasn't. And really I think any that's like still the case. Stuff. As as someone who's been there for Halloween and and the, the very tale, uh, the very beginning of. Christmas, it, it definitely felt like Magic Kingdom was like the spot for yeah. the holiday decorations. Yeah. So now let's talk about what is probably or was when I was a kid was my least favorite park. Okay. But the best park for Christmas. Are we talking Epcot? We're talking Epcot. I hated Epcot as a kid. It was my mom's favorite. She loved going to all the different countries and stuff. And I'm like, this park has test track and that's it the rest of this yeah it's got like four rides the rest of this shit's garbage get me out of here i love spaceship earth and of course okay I that's still there yeah that, i appreciate that caught it on more. fire at one point but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that, that uh spaceship earth if you've ever ridden it smells like it could catch on fire yeah. at any point so yeah i loved spaceship earth and i was never a kid that got motion sick so i loved mission space and stuff like that but it was still like kind of boring it wasn't MGM. It didn't yeah. have the big thrill rides. It didn't have and dude, you and I were very similar kids. We loved our movies. Yeah. Epcot had nothing to do with movies. Had like- nothing to do with it. <laughs> well, that's the thing. All of the things that I used to love in Epcot were gone very quickly because it yeah. was like Honey I Shrunk the Audience was like super yeah. short-lived. Um I mean Figment is still there but it's like not it's even like close. It's weird, man. Yeah, it's not close to the Figment that I like loved as a child. Yeah. With Epcot, one thing that I like doing in Epcot yeah. and there's a variation of it that most normal people do in it, which is uh the drinking around the world is what most people yeah. love to do. Do you do the desserts around the world? I just do eating around the world. I okay. go to every country and I find a food that I've never had before and nice. I try it. Nice. And that's where I discovered how much I love fried cauliflower. Ooh, that sounds delicious. It is. What you're explaining is a perfect transition for why Epcot is the best Disney park for Christmas. Okay. Every country. <gasps> their own Christmas during, celebration? Yes, their own <laughs> Christmas celebration. So here's the thing, Matt. And let me have the floor for a few minutes because I want to I wanna run something by you as well as you're listening. Okay. So number one. Every country in Epcot has their version of Santa, whatever celebration. They come out and they spend about 15 minutes explaining to a a crowd, a gathering of people, what the history of Christmas is in their country. So France has Pierre Noel come out. You've got Papa Noel coming out, Father Christmas in certain places. Santa comes out, of course, in the USA portion. Even in like China and Japan, they have the different people come out that may not necessarily be for Christmas, but more of just what their equivalent to Christmas is. Now, my sister did a, my sister was in like first grade, second grade. She told her teacher she was going to bring back something for her. 
And it's just something she could show the kids. So what I did for her is that year we went, I filmed every single presentation. So here's where I'm going with this, Matt. I'm thinking. Oh, you still have it? Oh, I still have it, my oh, friend. Oh, I don't even think we're thinking it. That is something we're doing. Okay, so it's about, <laughs> it's about uh, I want to say it's about 45 minutes to an hour long. That's fine. Um, Let's do it. We got to fill some time, so right? We're gonna- <laughs> definitely, definitely. And it goes through each of the presenters in each of the countries. And dude, it is absolutely fascinating to hear the stories of these different countries and that's quickly became my favorite part of christmas and disney world is hearing the history of christmas in all these different countries and seeing the different ways that they celebrated the holidays and i knew i forgot until we started talking about this that i have it i actually have it on my computer right now yeah no that's happening that i definitely think it would be great for us to just sit down and, and maybe like learn. watch Let's one learn. and learn. It's a and, very and American podcast right now. We need to Definitely. expand those horizons. I Definitely. love that. Dude, Christmas and Disney, man. I, I'm very just, dis- I am. Don't get me wrong. Dude, you can't be disappointed that you're going to Disney. I'm super excited to be going to Disney next summer, but it's going to be different. It's going to be real different. It's going to be great. Yes. All right. Do because- I need to buy a ticket and go with you? Is that what needs to happen? <laughs> Dude, feel free. Don't if you think I'm not going down there and spending five hundred dollars to build a, a lightsaber and a droid, you've got another thing coming. Oh yeah, you're gonna drink some of that blue milk. You're gonna drive the Millennium Falcon. Uh, well, uh, the blue milk, which I've heard is absolutely disgusting. Yeah, but you gotta do way. it regardless. <laughs> they do have it. they have the blue milk and the green milk that Luke Skywalker sucked out of a teat. Well, you got to try both and tell us which is better. I will. I'll report back and we'll do a... Uh, <laughs> I'll, uh, we'll save that for our uh, Star do Wars some, holiday special. Do some do some Facebook live in while you're, while you're out there. Just hop on the, the Facebook group and just be like, hey guys, this is Dylan reporting here from <laughs> Disney. <laughs> this is Dylan from Christmas 365 and I'm here with my, my cup of blue milk and my cup of green milk. This shit sucks. <laughs> You know, as we've said a million times, Christmas isn't necessarily just about the movies or the music, but it's the memories that yeah. you connect with it. And that's what Disney is for you, right? It's 100%, dude. It It's to the point where, like, I think Disney, I think Christmas. And I don't even mean just Disney World. I just associated Disney World so much with Christmas that anything You see that Disney, logo. Exactly. See- I think Christmas now. And it's so funny because this is so dumb. So dumb that I associate this with Christmas now, too. Right before we went on our trip in 2010, I saw Real Big Fish, The Aquabats, Suburban Legends, and Cuckoo Kangaroo. It was that tour. And from that point forward, those bands also make me think of Christmas now. Because that's all I listened to on my way to Disney. Because I was so hyped up from seeing that show. See, that's where you and I differ. There is no other music that has blended its way into my... This music makes me think yeah. of Christmas. But that's literally because I don't allow myself to listen to anything but Christmas music. And we've from, talked about that before. Yeah. We talked about yeah. how, like, in November, I'll start listening to, like, some synth pop stuff because it yeah. reminds me of It just brings back those time. memories. And it's, yeah. it's, it's the same thing with that. Um, I On the, that 2010 trip down to Disney, I listened to nothing but Aquabats, Suburban Legends. I almost, side note, I almost should have made us watch... 
just to be timely, but also because it's a masterpiece. Season two of uh, High School Musical, the musical, the series just started to drop on Disney Plus. Okay. And due to pandemic, things got pushed back. But the first episode is a Christmas episode. Oh, oh, yeah. So I've, I've heard like it looks good. I it's don't great. watch it. Yeah, I, it looks good. Um, watch the watch the first season. Okay. And then maybe we'll tackle they did a Christmas special and then the first episode of season 2 is it's the last day before winter break oh. Christmas celebration into New Year's Eve. So maybe we'll we'll do both of them in separate episodes or or as one giant HSM TMTS uh, episode. I'm down for it. It's so funny cuz I'm bouncing around shows currently. Really Right before we got on here, I am determined to get back into my Degrassi watch that I nice. started well, do last that up. year, um, which I don't not... know if Degrassi has a uh, Christmas episode or not. Well, only I got a way to find it. out is finish all of it. <laughs> Tangents aside. I know. Christmas is dizzy, man. You have to go to experience it. It it seriously will change your life. But as a matter of fact, I think everyone needs to go to Disney World at least once in their life it is an absolute like life-changing event and honestly go all out so as much as i don't want to sound like every disney adult on social media because they're kind of crazy and and way out there i'm telling you guys go to disney go to disney during christmas all right well uh oh merry christmas dylan (laughs) merry christmas matt oh whoa Are you a fan of young adult novels? Have you ever wondered the stories behind the people who wrote your favorite young adult novels? Then join author Eric J. Brown and Alyssa Lube of Netflix's The Circle every other Tuesday on YAOK. Available on all podcasting apps. Woo! At maximum mediocrity, people say things like, I don't dress like this on the regular basis. This isn't my, you know, pooping uniform. This is not <laughs> <laughs> And they also say things like, the, the nurses are usually either angels of mercy or whores. Every episode is a new experience where you get to know people that aren't famous but should be. Why am I f- facing Floyd Mayweather in the f- Woods. My co-host Morgan and I track down the people you didn't know you needed to hear from. It's like hot sex in a mug. We are the Maximum Mediocrity Podcast, and we are on all major podcasting platforms. We'll be waiting for you. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.